Welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. This is a very special episode. We are talking all things WandaVision. So if you're listening to this episode, it's because you've watched all the episodes, you're ready for us to break it down and give us, you know, your thoughts and us give you our thoughts. So, Jeff, Justin, let's jump right in. How did we feel about the series in general? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways, where are we at? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Okay, Jeff. Was, what a Justin. It was a great. It was a great series. Was it? All right, Justin. What do you think? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna pull a Zangief from Street Fighter and give it a thumb sideways. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna give it like one thumbs up, one thumbs down. I feel like. <laughs> and I'm doing it for real behind the microphone. One thumbs up, one thumbs down. The reason I say that is because I feel like we started off strong and we ended on a very weird slash interesting note. I'm just going to throw that out there. But let's just break it down. So the last three episodes, what happened, right? So Agatha, she revealed herself as being Agatha Agatha Harkness. It was her all along. She was a part of it. It's not that Wanda Maximoff didn't create the town in her little you know, vision of what the town was going to be in her little, her little life. But Agatha decided that, hey, I'm going to be a part of this too. I'm a witch, Wicked Witch of the East or West or whatever the bad one was. Um, Westeros. Westeros, yes, exactly. And so she was a part of it. She decided to get, you know, inside WandaVision's head or Wanda Maximoff's head. And she's like, you're the Scarlet Witch. Let's go back in time. It was really cool to see her go back through uh wanda's like previous life like her childhood and leading in like civil war and all that stuff and then finally there was a big all-out battle between all the major players in the in the realm and of course white vision was there vision of some kind was there the kids were there and then all the townspeople were super pissed off to even being there and being a part of it um so I guess what I'm trying to ask you guys is what did we think of the overall series? So, Justin, let's start with you. Let's just give us as much time as you need. How did you feel about watching the entire series? Did it live up to your expectations? Did you like it? Fill us in. So I, I think that the series started very weak. I thought the first two episodes were just you can do without. It's like the first season of Parks and Rec. You can just you don't have to watch it. I thought it got really strong in the middle, and I agree with you, Eric, in saying that, you know, one thumbs up, one thumbs up the butt um, <laughs> for the idea of the way that they sort of wasted the ending. And it, and I, I, I can fathom to guess that Jeff is going to say that the ending was satisfying in its place in the series, but without there being, like, any super unique connection to the rest of the MCU, I feel like I kind of wasted a little bit of my time. Like it, it lost a lot of steam in there. And I was glad that Agatha name dropped the Sorcerer Supreme. That was cool. Um, everything that happened in the post credit scenes, the scrolls I can take or leave. I don't care about the connections to Captain Marvel as much as not nearly invested in, in that sort of plot line as I am with what strange brings to the table but i think overall it was a good i would give it a seven out of ten 
I would say there was a lot of ups and downs and they did a lot of cool things. And the last episode was very visual. It was very fun to watch. It had some, some damn good MCU fight scenes in there. Yeah, totally agree. Jeff, where are you at with the last couple episodes? Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I love the show. It's also the MCU's first like mini series, you know, they're used to doing big budget blockbusters and, here they did something different so of course it's not going to be perfect and i think even towards the end the director was saying you know everyone like don't totally get your hopes up like (laughs) we're really enjoying you guys are loving it and i don't think they even knew what they had when they started doing the show and i think they learned a lot from it and i think we got some cool stuff in store for us in the future but uh overall i thought it was you know it was it was really good. We really got to learn more about Wanda, who uh, is going to be a big player moving forward. Uh, and you know, the Avengers are kind of broken right now, and I think she is kind of that, you know, uh, that like eyeball into one of the Avengers because you know Cap's gone, uh, Tony's gone. Uh, they're all kind of there's really no leader there and here's wanda just losing you know vision like the love of her life and then just completely having a full-on meltdown i think she's just you know this broken character uh and that was just really cool to watch uh you know the, the last episode was like justin said very visually awesome uh there is a vision out there the real vision is there he's clearly having some sort of crisis and left um and the kids seem to still be there after you know the end credit scene and stuff which will most likely lead into strange i am disappointed that strange didn't show up it really doesn't make sense that all that magic and all that stuff it was not on his radar at all um and i think maybe even the mcu at this point is like maybe we should have brought him in but maybe there's a way they're going to do it with uh, the multiverse of madness where she seems it's going to be a very strange and Wanda heavy film. Uh, but outside of that, I thought it was good. And in the end, it's, you know, it's, it's like a love note to Wanda and vision and, you know, and they kind of ended it, and, you know, they all died. <laughs> I mean, everyone died. I mean, she's again, left alone and broken with this new, it seems like she unlocked her power and no one knows what she's capable of at this point. So it'll be really interesting to see how it moves forward. But as a series and as the MCU's first series, I think it was great. Yeah. I, you know, I, I have mixed feelings about the series in general. I, I think it started off really strong and I think it did a really good job of just showcasing the acting abilities of, you know, Elizabeth Olsen and the rest of the crew and it yeah, was she like did a, great. I think yeah. they're talking about an Emmy for her. Oh, for I mean, I mean, she did such a great job. Like she was, she hit all the notes she needed to. And I think, you know, Vision. I, I think they they really complemented each other really well. I'm so glad they got their own spinoff. I think the, uh, I, I think I'm I'm going to throw this out there. Maybe a little controversial, but the way it ended, I had really 
Daenerys vibes of the way all of a sudden she came from like, hey, I'm 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 you know I'm Wanda, I'm super cool, fun, fun, friendly. I like got superpowers and stuff. To like, I'm gonna destroy towns and villages and kill entire Earth realm people. Like, and she flies away like a villain. Like, uh, I don't know. I I don't know if I buy it that much. Like, I feel like they skipped a few steps to make her because here's what I think is gonna happen. I think maybe most of us know this is that. Like Jeff, you mentioned, she is a part of uh, the next Doctor Strange movie. She is in Multiverse of Madness. And I think they're trying to set her up to be this villain. Like, all of a sudden, she's a witch. So she's like the fourth Hocus Pocus witch flying away from the town. Like, she has fake kids. She has fake vision. And she's pissed off. And the townspeople are super pissed off at her. But... I just don't know if that helps set up a really good villain story for her to segue into, like, the next crazy, uh, you know, villain that Doctor Strange, it seems like it's going to be like a battle of Sorcerer Supreme versus Wanda Maximoff, and she's going to be in the main. And I, I don't know, like, I... All right, I, I will say I enjoyed the series. It was great to get Marvel back on the table, but... I am a little bit nervous about where they're leading her character off to and why, what her motivations are. Like, oh my God, I stole the body of Vision and I created a town for ourselves and I created kids and all of a sudden these fake kids are now calling me out and I'm, you know, casting myself into the universe and now I'm, I don't know, a bitch and crazy. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I'm throwing, I'm throwing it all out there. Like it, it just, I, it didn't end on a good note for me. That's what I'm trying to say. I agree with you. I, I think the ending left a lot to be desired. And for what it's worth to say, this series, when it was originally slated to be released, was leading directly into Doctor Strange Part 2. So a lot of the questions that we would have and wanted to be answered, we would get a lot quicker than we're currently going to get. Fuck you, coronavirus. <laughs> okay. And also, was it was it not a slap in the face for Ralph Boner? Was that uh, were we all was, I mean it was it, mm. it just ripped my heart out. I'm like, no, that can't be it. What was the point of doing that? It's like you you do this build up, you do this like meta tongue-in-cheek kind of reference where you're playing with the fact that there's two different quicksil and then it's not anything. It's like there's no payoff at all. Well, yeah, I don't. Again, it was their first series. I don't think they grasped how popular he was going to be, and I don't think he's done yet. Because again, it's comics. It's they could, you know, bring him back in some way of being like, oh no, he's actually something else, and just kind of dicking around with them. So I don't think it's the last of him because I don't think even Marvel knew how people would react to him as positively as they did. But why even do the inclusion of him? Like, I think I disagree with you. I think they knew people were going to react the way that they did. And to have the rug pulled out from under you and for them to be like, Hey, like they left us with blue balls. It's like, really? We're just going to, we're going to play a fool around for a little while. And then you're just going to leave the room and be like, no, no, no. Blue watermelons. (laughs) Yeah, I, I totally agree. He, he, you know, I think 
like the the release date of all these shows and movies like it got all fucked up because of covid um and i you know i know this wasn't supposed to be let out first but it it, it was just I, I feel like we overly uh expected a lot from this very first marvel to you know b- you know taste of marvel that we've had in years and it's hard not to be uh you know, disappointed, right? Like, I don't think there was anything they could have done that wouldn't, would not have disappointed fans. But, Justin, to agree with you, like, there, you can't introduce Quicksilver, Evan Peters, and then, like, make him Ralph Boner. Like, it is, it, I, I will not lie, I did laugh when I read that, I never read the name, I'm like, that's Ralph Boner. And she said, <laughs> like, Ralph Boner? Like, <laughs> yes, I laughed at that, but when he, when he was just done after that, I was expecting like he was going to be a part of the big climax, like some fight scene between him and Monique or Monica, um, Monica Rambo, uh, Monique. Monique. Jesus. Sorry, Monique. Uh, uh, but Eric, you're canceled. I feel I'm so canceled. But I feel like he was supposed to be a part of the, like the big climax. Like there was going to be a fight between him and Monica. There was going to be a fight between the family and Agatha, and there was going to be. Some segueing, segueing to the next part. Can you even segueing? Uh, Jeff, the the client, the the I guess cameo we didn't get that Paul Bettany promised everybody in the world. Like, oh my god, I can't wait until you see this is a Luke Skywalker event, and it was fucking him trolling everybody. That it was Paul Bettany camo camoing. Jesus Christ, doing a cameo with Paul Bettany. Like, I wonder if something happened because of COVID and they weren't able to, because remember when you, when the actors talk about it, they only know their part. No, he literally came out a day after it came out and said like, yeah, sorry, fuckers. Like it was just me camoing me, cam, cam, me, 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 me. He trolled I mean, I was just, I was waiting for strange to show up. He trolled us all. But Jeff, Jeff brings up a great point because there is apparently, and the directors and producers have gone on record to say as such, that there is certain bits and pieces of content that are not included. So there, there are deleted scenes somewhere. What that means, we don't know. And so where did White Vision go? Like, White Vision was cool, and that whole boat paradox thing, like, I for one was not ready to put on my smart cap and two had to like Google that shit afterwards. But like, did you guys follow that part? And also where is white vision? Where did he fly off to Justin? Let's start with you. I feel like he's in Portage, Indiana right now, enjoying <laughs> a Culver's cheeseburger. God. Yeah. All right. And Even slushy... though he can't eat. <laughs> he can eat. He just can't digest. Or taste, uh, or uh, enjoy. I like that, Jeff. Where's he at? Where did he fly off to? Yeah, I don't know exactly where he flew off to, but he's having an internal crisis <laughs> um, because he kind of was just like reborn there and got all his memories back. And then that's probably a lot to handle, especially yeah. when the last memory was you dying. Please elaborate. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Thanos killed him and ripped out the Mind Stone from him. And that was like the last flashback image 
he saw when the other vision kind of unlocked his his memory for it, I guess. And he's like, peace uh, out. I don't really know what. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think he just, you know, kind of lost it and was like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, okay. This is too much. Okay, see you. My people need me. Like, immediately just flies on through the nearest exit, which was the skylight. And uh, I don't know where he's going, but obviously that's like a breadcrumb leading into something future Marvel that's like, okay, he'll be back. Um, For sure. It, it echoes when Hulk left and Mark Ruffalo just, you know, peaced out in the Quinjet and was like, yep, done with y'all. Yeah, and just... then he showed up in the best Marvel movie ever after that. So <laughs> we could get, you know, a Vision Ragnarok. Ooh. Oh, hey, don't tempt me with that. I mean, it's it's tough to say where it's going to go. White Vision, is he going to be something in the future? Probably. I mean, Paul Bettany, congratulations to you, sir, for, uh, you know, probably at least having another role or two in the MCU. But the one thing I was a little bit, I don't know. Here we know how it all ends, right? Like Wanda says goodbye to her kids. She says goodbye to Vision. But I feel like it's not paying off as as great as it could be. Um, the only reason I say that is because she's saying goodbye to her kids. She they tuck them into bed. She says goodbye, like thanks for choosing me as your mom. She literally has like the best goodbye ever between her and Vision. And then it all ends. And then, you know, fast forward to however long later, she's in the mountains, drinking some tea, coffee, whatever. And she's studying the Darkhold, the magic book, uh, like Doctor Strange did, you know, when he was sleeping. But all of a sudden, her kids are screaming out for her, like, Mom, please help me, blah, blah, blah. I feel like that ruined it for me. Like, she said goodbye to everybody and was content with them being gone, forever done. But now at the end of it, it's almost like she's once again like, oh, my God, I hear my kids. I need to go back for them. Like, aren't they fake? Aren't they not real? Like, I mean, you must never read comics or like anime because no one's ever truly dead. Once they're in it, they're just they're in it. I get it. But like, why be so dramatic about the being done with the kids and the hex is closing in on everybody? And like, that's like a finale of like a complete we're done, we're done. I don't know. I felt crazy watching that. So I, I, I agree with both of you. Um, and for both the points that you're making, Eric, to your point, essentially they created a false positive where if Wanda knew the extent of the power that she was getting from the book and the potential of what she created with her hexes, why would she be so devastated like she would know that there's potential for the kids to still be alive. Right. So like the fact that it's supposed to be this, like to tear at your heartstrings, but it's like, no, she has the knowledge. She's not in the dark anymore. She has come full circle. And, but to Jeff's point and too, and in the comic books, uh, I believe her children are created out of pieces of Mephisto. Mephisto. We'll just call him Mel. Um, uh, oh boy so uh the fact that they exist or are coming back and being an echo chamber through her as she's reading the dark old kind of does suggest that there is something bigger and more bad out there that is 
still lingering and it's like yes these these children that you created are fake but guess what they don't have to be yeah isn't isn't wanda i mean just something for justin since he's more in comics and stuff isn't her power tied to something similar like phoenix forces like jean gray she's tied to you know the phoenix force isn't chaos magic and all that with wanda she's tied to some other entity there's a bunch of different entities that they tie the magical realm in in the comic books and strange deals with a lot of them you know scarlet witch deals with a lot of them even i think ghost rider deals with a lot of these you know afterlife uh magica deals with a lot of them when she's in hell and i mean there's dracula's a character I think Santa Claus is a character in, in the Marvel comic books. So there's a lot of different avenues um, that exist that sort of tie all of these characters and weave their powers and their weaknesses together. So, yeah, I mean, they can do anything. Yeah, because when I do, you know, my little Wikipedia searches after I watch the show, it seemed like, you know, there's two possible bad people. Mephisto being one, I think Eric, you brought that up. And then another one being called something called Cthulhu. I'm not really sure on what that is, but it seems she's more tied to that thing. Um, and it's kind of like a gateway to let that thing out. So that's you, you bring up an interesting point because I think that, and I sent you both the, the article before we jumped on this, but the mountain where she is the lake the the wilderness it's not just a cheap dexter ripoff it's actually pulled directly from the comics i honestly i half expected wolverine to like show up to her front door and be like hey how you doing Uh, i was like oh she's in canada duh but there's a lot of magical significance to where she is how it pertains to to magic how it pertains to strange and hell how it pertains to her brother recuperating after a near thought death experience and even the X-Men. So, and Magneto, and there's a lot of potential there. If in fact it is that the same mountain from the comic books, there's no indication that it is, but there's no indication that it's not. So let me ask you guys a question. I got to know, and it's not necessarily a yes or no question, but like, did Wanda, if she is turning into a villain, did she earn the villain title in this series? Jeff, let's start with you. You don't think she's turning into a villain. I think they're just playing around with this kind of gray area. Because even she leaves the town after like just like entrapping all these people in her little, you know, fake world and then just kind of piecing out. Like, all right, well, I'm out of here. And she only really did give a shit only about her children and vision through the entire thing, even up until the end. She only cared about them. So, you know, but again, that's just her being this very broken character uh, and now unlocking this giant power that she's just learning to control. And we're not really sure what that's tied to or if she can let something else kind of come in and controller or just pop out but i don't think she's going to be the villain i mean they left vision alive i think they want to give her a good you know happier ending because right now 
out of all the Avengers, her life is pretty fucking shit compared to the rest of them. So I don't think they just want to leave it like that. Um, but I don't know. Well, it's really hard to tell. Justin, what about you? What do you think? So I think that they've already done a good job of making her the accidental villain in many scenes. If you recall, when she was sequestered into the Avengers headquarters because they were worried about the damage that she would do and Vision had to babysit her. So she's done damage as a good guy as it is. So I'm I'm torn because half of me says, why would they repeat that plot point? And make her that sort of like, she just doesn't know how big her britches are and she's destroying shit. But I agree with Jeff that it's going to be more of a gray point. And it makes sense where she's dabbling in something that she's she's an infant. She doesn't understand fully her hex magic and the chaos magic that she apparently possesses and how it goes in deep, um, you know, for whether they, they go that she's a latent mutant route or they go the fact that she's just a witch. She's straight up the Scarlet Witch going back to, you know, Salem. Like, I think they can go either way. There will be questionable moments in either direction, but I, I think it's going to be great. I don't think she's going to be a full-on villain. I think she, if at best she'll be an accidental villain, she'll destroy shit that she didn't mean to. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like they keep trying to set her up. Like, even Agatha was like, oh, only heroes save people, and you're keeping them hostage and destroying them. And it's like, I feel like they were trying to too easily just write in on the last episode, like, holy shit, Wanda's the bad guy, the villain. And here she is flying away, like, with your witch's hood, like, you know, one of the Hocus Pocus ladies. And it's like... You just love Hocus Pocus. I just... I do love Hocus Pocus. Go back to episode three or four. Um, we sh really shout it out. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, they are... And she even says, like, you're going to be stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. And I feel like... And I guess this is my next side quest question. Is Side question is... Uh, I feel like is Agatha gonna come back because she's like you don't you don't throw all that meat out there just to not come back and collect it right like oh I know right where to find you I'm gonna keep you right here in Westview like we know Agatha's gonna come back right like what are you guys thoughts on Agatha like is she gonna come back at some point in the in the future MCU like and just come and scoop her up and put her brain back to normal and use her as like her own henchman or. I don't know. What do you guys think about like the future? Where does it go from here? If it's not Doctor Strange, whatever, but like how does Wanda like go forward from here? Ooh. Don't all speak at caught, once. Caught you with a cat <laughs> down your tongue thing, right? Cat Jeff, down first. your tongue. Yeah, I mean I I honestly have no idea. I I don't know. Like, hey, that's a just, that's a fair so, answer. I mean, I, I know like I know like Agatha in the comics is more of a tutor to her than this kind of bad guy they've met her out to be, but she's clearly still there. They didn't kill her, uh, and she's like, "I'll know where to find you. I'll be back or whatever." So, yeah, it's not the last time we saw her, but it just it just depends on what happens in the next Stranger movie. Is she going to be the villain? Is she going to be a partner to him? I I have no idea. I really just don't. 
I don't think that she can hold a flame as a big bad over an entire chapter of Marvel movies, Agatha, that is. I do think they will probably keep her in their back pocket the way that they kept Zemo. She's not dead. She's not evaporated. Um, yeah, and she and, seems to be liked with the audience. Right. So it, it's, like it's not like Yellow Jacket at the end of Ant-Man where it's like, okay, he's gone. Get him <laughs> out of here. Um, or Malkiath or like any of those like they they deliberately chose to keep her alive and make the choice in the writing to say like I know where to find you so I I would not be surprised if they bring her back in some capacity and her ties to the Fantastic Four are very deep and with what is rumored or you know explicitly said coming with the fantastic four movie like the, they they got stuff locked in and ready to go um like you know the thing human torch and mr fantastic and invisible woman they're coming that's what she said but <laughs> regardless i wouldn't be surprised if there's some connection there that they use as a fiber to tie the bridges between mcu fantastic four and then they use the magic realm then to tie into a multiverse which could potentially bring in the x-men which is all i give a damn about just yeah everyone was... really wants the I, and marvel has to know we want x-men um it's just i'm, I'm sure they have a way that they're going to do it um obviously they're not going to announce it and it'll be kind of a big reveal but and then justin you can get your favorite character modok yeah, oh my gosh I, I, if, I, if we can get havoc Verse Modok, I would be so good. Get some Gambit in there, some Iceman, Cyclops is being a douchebag as he always is, and Wolverine's being a badass. And oh my god, there's so much. They have to have whiteboards upon whiteboards where they have a multiverse of potential storylines and directions that they could have gone before they signed the merger. They were preparing for when they would sign the oh, merger. Hundred percent. I totally agree. I mean, they wrote like Infinity War and Endgame like five years before. Like they knew the the big notes they wanted to hit. It wasn't down to like the letters and the, you know, character by character breakdowns, but they knew the arcs they wanted to hit. So I can only imagine like right now, this was one little piece of the puzzle. The 4D chess game those motherfuckers are playing. Oof. Yeah, I think the only one that's going to transfer over would be Deadpool because didn't Ryan Reynolds say he's going to be in a new movie? And it's rated R too, I heard. Like they're keeping yeah. it R. Yeah. But I could just see for him it's easy because something could happen with the multiverse and just be like, oh, you're in this now. And he'll look at the screen and go, oh, okay. So I'm just in a new universe. Yeah. I'm like not giving shit. Yeah. He yeah. Looks <laughs> at his whole character is It'll just knowing so that mean. he's. <laughs> Like, so he knows what he is. Um, so I see that probably the only character they'll bring over because it just doesn't seem like they want to bring any of the other... He, he will Fox literally just, over. like... He, he will literally just say what everybody's thinking. Like, all the awkward elephant-in-the-room type shit. It's like, oh, so... Okay, so this universe to this universe. So, okay, so Disney must have purchased Fox. Like, he is Yeah, I could just see it really... <laughs> yeah. It has to be. And it will be, and it's going to be, 
fantastic. And yeah, you know, I, I'm, I love the Fox's X-Men universe. I love the originals. I love the remakes, not remakes, the, the continuation of it, but I'm kind of excited to see who they recast everybody as and what they do with the core X-Men team and professor X and the core brotherhood of mutants team and Magneto, like, yeah, you kind of wonder, right? I'm, I mean, they got to bring them back. They didn't spend all that money on Fox to not get them back. Okay, they I, want them. I will throw this out there that out of all the actors in those movies, like Fassbender for me was like the key ingredient to making those movies great. I just love him as an actor. I mean, I, I won't lie, like McAvoy is great, but Fassbender for me as Magneto was like such a clutch move yeah, in he, my book. He, that scene where he's in that bar. Oh my god! With the uh, the two Nazis, yeah, <laughs> that was he did really well. He just had shitty scripts as it went forward. So one question uh, I then, one question I have to ask you guys though, just to circle it back to WandaVision, is here's one thing that kind of drove me a little bit nuts was I feel like there was a couple of characters in the Marvel universe, right? Like I get it, they like to branch off and do these own series and episodes and movies, but it's like the hard part for me is to tie it away from like literally like Hawkeye and Wanda had a connection at the end of Endgame. Like whether or not you want to admit it, like they had a little moment by the lake to say like, you know, we both lost somebody. But why in that entire, it seemed like a big event. Like Wanda took over an entire fucking town, made it her own reality show. Why were none of the other Avengers that are still living or around, like, brought into speed or brought up to par or whatever it is? And I get it. I'm really nitpicking here. But, like, I guess the question I'm trying to ask is, like, which Avenger could have stepped in to help fix that situation? I feel like it's Hawkeye. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, I feel like... They just neglect all the other Avengers in the entire universe for just her being in control of the town. And it bugged me. Yes. Yeah, it, it was very weird. Like, she was an Avenger. Like, you would think one of them would be concerned about her, or is she, has anyone heard from her? Uh, and again, I'm just still a little bit. Yes, I don't think they should have brought Strange in to help because he could have fixed it all himself which then would negate the whole point, but showing up at some point, uh, because isn't he like a protector of all things magic on earth? Isn't that like his whole role? Yeah. And there's like, he nowhere on that map thing and the, you know, his place, you know, where they all like hang out. Uh, and it tells them when magical things are happening wrong. Like, there was no big red marker beeping. Like, there's some weird <laughs> shit going on over here. Maybe someone should go check that out. Yeah, where the fuck is she supposed to protect them? Because Agatha picked up on it, and she was like, oh, shit, I need to check this out. And where the fuck was yeah. Agatha for 1,800 years or wherever the fuck it was? Okay, Jeez, 100 years, 150 years. Taco Bell. Her thing. <laughs> I mean, she's not really a good guy, so she wouldn't really help you know, the Avengers at all. Why would she give a shit about that? Okay, I'll say this too. Like, I loved the series, but until they started, like, putting her in front of a high-powered fan 
and making Agatha like this Wicked Witch of the East like thing. I just, I, it lost it for me. The villain threat went away when she started floating in the air with her cape and like tried to be evil. Like I, I almost felt bad for Catherine Hahn because it was like this, she did such a great job acting in every single episode of like the fifties to the eighties to the nineties. Like she was the perfect nosy neighbor and then she turned into like a weird like, ha, ah, I've got you now. Oh, what cat's got your tongue, say? You know, it's like just <laughs> it just didn't it just her little her she didn't feel like a threat. Yes, they're flying through the air, throwing magic spells at each other, but there was never a moment where Wanda was actually life threatened with a bad spell or uh her killing her, let's say. But I think that was the point to show how powerful she actually was, where you knew full well, like, there's something wrong with her. She's, I don't know, she's got this whole place under her control. Yeah, there's this other witch who's strong, but we all knew that she's going to, like, do something insane. Yeah. Because we're now seeing that. This was her the whole time. But like, what no is one Hawk... else was doing this? But like, what is Hawkeye doing right now during this whole series? He's just like taking out the trash. He's at home. Like, yeah, just hanging out watching well, TV. But how... <laughs> the thing that you have to keep in mind that like this series took place over essentially like two or three days. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. 100%. So yeah, Hawkeye's. He's getting a massage. <laughs> he's in Fiji. He's taking out the trash. Hey, Hawkeye, and you he has, come over and to Westfield and he's like, guys, I don't even have a cell phone with me. How the hell did you reach me? And he doesn't have a magical map that beeps that says something fucked up's going on. I mean, Where, not, I don't know, not strange like a social does. network of, you know, magical superheroes where they're just like, oh, Facebook message Hulk. But, uh, 911, we need you in uh, New Jersey right now. All right, but one, <laughs> thing, <laughs> I need this, like, one thing one thing I need help with is understanding how, you know, endgame happens, right? Like everybody, they defeat Thanos and the world is we're finally able to breathe again. And then less than two weeks later, Wanda is infiltrating a maximum security place to you know, take Vision's body and make a fake sitcom. Like, how... Well, she did it infiltrate anything. She walked up and we found out, oh, they let her in. She got mad at what she saw and then she just left. But, like, how... How does the... How does that sequence of events happen? Like, I'm just so... Uh, it, to me, sadly, logic for me is, like, my number one enemy, where it's like, okay, WandaVision, they're all sitting around, and she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, what's her name? Fucking Black Widow knows, so, yeah, she knows, she knows, and then, yeah, Vision knows, they know, you know, at the end of Endgame, they're both talking to the lake, and then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, you know what the next thing I'm going to do is go steal his body and recreate them or resurrect them and, and build our home and build this fake life. Like to me, that just, it feels like a stretch. It bugged me. I don't know. Yeah. But she didn't do that on purpose. She got there and had a, after she saw vision being dissembled, she went to the house that they were supposed to live in and then just snapped. But like, that's I don't think she intentionally started it. She just, 
that was it. Her brother died. The event, like everything is gone. And she just, that was it. And just snapped. Yeah. Well, let me, we're about, you know, we're pretty far into this and this is the reason for this episode. We want to break it all down, but like, I gotta, I gotta ask you guys, as kind of like a finale question is on an A to F as in fucking terrible scale. Um, where would you guys rate this show? Justin, let's start with you. The show or the finale? The show in general, just the entire nine episodes. Would you rate it A or to F or anywhere in between. I would give it a B minus, potentially a C plus. It's worth the effort in watching. If you've invested any time in the MCU at all, you can't miss it. Is it going to blow your mind? No. Is it going to satisfy your curiosity? No. But again, it's like sometimes when you want a cheeseburger, you go to McDonald's. It does the job. Sometimes you go to a steakhouse and it's like, yeah, I spent $40 on a burger, <laughs> but I could have spent a dollar at McDonald's. I like that. Jeff, where you stand? A to F, what would you grade it? Yeah, I give it a good B plus. Uh, and just because, you know, it's the first show, so they, they're not going to be perfect. They obviously learned from it. I like Wanda as a character. I really like Scarlet Witch, so... You know, the more of her that we get, the more I'm happy. Uh, she doesn't brood like Brie Larson does. And Captain Marvel <laughs> just looked annoyed the whole time she was filming that. Where, you know, Elizabeth Olsen, like, was giving it her all. And she was just amazing to watch yeah. the whole time. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was great. So, good, good B+. Plus. Yeah, I would give it a B. I really enjoyed it. Jeff, like you said... Elizabeth Olsen, like, she, she I mean, a, pretty much every character in the first five episodes of all the, you know, periodic, uh, like, type sitcoms that they do, like, everybody nails it. Katherine Hahn is amazing. Elizabeth Olsen, Vision, the little weird quirky moments, even the super awkward moments where they're like, what the fuck is going on? What am I in? And you're like, you feel awkward as a viewer. I thought they hit the nail on the head. So I would give the overall series a B. Me personally, I feel like the last couple episodes fell flat. I feel like the kind of campiness of Agatha becoming a witch and flying in midair and like the super high powered fan on her. She wasn't. And and I'll say this. I'll, I'll, this fan really has got it really this. fucked me up um but I, I feel like okay paul bettany shame on you because he was like super like oh my gosh there's this cameo that's like a luke skywalker event and kind of built us up and we even did our predictions around it but like i i feel like if he didn't do that agatha's reveal would have been a little bit more exciting we knew something was up with her we knew she was going to be bad or evil somehow but it was nice it was a nice little reveal, but I kept expecting, like, okay, she's not the grand finale. Like, she is just a, you know, cog in the machine. And, you know, here we are, the next episode, where it's, like, Ralph Boner and fucking Vision meeting Vision. And we were kind of left. And then all of a sudden, uh, Wanda becomes a villain. I'll say she's becoming a villain in this last episode because she kind of flies away in like hiding like oh i'm gonna hide myself and shit but again a b overall i just 
I feel like it was an A up until episode six, maybe even seven, and then it fell back to a B. That's, I think, considering your uh, overall dissatisfaction with a lot of the series, I'm surprised you gave it that high of a mark, but yeah, good I, for you. I, I Let's say this, too. If it wasn't the first Marvel show slash movie to be around since 2019, I would probably give it a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm giving it a higher score just because of that. If there was more Captain America, like Black Widow and all that shit, this, this show was meant to be in between all that noise. So they had a lot of pressure on them, and I feel like we're, you know, really putting them up to the, you know, grading scale here of, like, how great were you? Because you're our first Marvel taste in so, many, so long, right? Yeah, um, and... But I, I think that there's no way, like, anybody could or should give it an A or an A+. plus. No. So fuck you and, uh, well, Jeff, you said that, right? Um, but <laughs> if you gave it an A, let us know and tell us why. We want to know because Jeff's going to yell at you for 15 minutes on the phone. He'll call you and text you directly. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, then. Eric, uh, so, play your theme music. So, all right. I think all of us, all three of us, can end this WandaVision series finale with us singing a little tune called Agatha All Along. Um, so maybe we on uh, a one, on a two, on a three. And it was <laughs> Agatha <laughs> All Along. <laughs> <laughs>